0: Hello everyone, you're listening to Filmoscopy, a podcast where three friends review and analyze a film for your listening pleasure. If you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe on any major podcast service of your choosing. You can also follow the podcast on Twitter, at FilmoscopyPod. On this episode, we will be discussing the 2004 film, The Grudge. Joining me are Lance. Hello. And Owen. What's poppin'? Let's so guys uh, let's I guess we'll start <laughs> off by what your general thoughts of the movie are. Is it still scary? Is it as good as you remember it being if you've seen it before Lance you can start
1: um, it is uh, well once you see um, well, what's the character's name again the ghost girl Kayako Kayako once you see her for like I'd say at least the third time, it starts not being as scary. And then, you know, after a while, it's like, because you've seen, like, the quote-unquote bad guy so many times. It's not as scary anymore. It's like when I watch The Conjuring, and I watch part two, after you see The Nun after, like, the second or third time, it's not scary anymore. It's just kind of silly. Right. But, uh, and then, you know, I mean, other than that, like, the first, like, 45 minutes of it, I was actually, like, what's it, 2004? I would have been 16. So I was a 16-year-old me, just about to... Like, crap my pants watching the movie. But then by the end of it, I'm like, huh, okay.
2: You're like, now, now I'm actually sexually attracted to the ghost. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, uh, it's, I mean, it's it's still a really good movie. Yeah, you can definitely tell it has some Sam Raimi in it. Yeah. Spider-Man! You know, I kept thinking, Spider-Man, man. Give me fucking
2: Venom, man. Yeah, when Where's the comes down suit. And, uh,
0: dances on the piano and, you know, starts twirling oh, her God. hands around and thrusting her hips, you know.
2: She's upside down with her fucking mask off, her lips hanging out, <laughs> ready
1: for She's a She's baking out with Sarah Michelle Geller, and it's like, oh my god, this is 2004, baby.
0: Well, she does fall out of the closet later on, uh, upside Ooh. down, sort of, so, you know. Uh, oh what about god. you, Lauren? Yeah, he
2: sh- The guy, he should have given her a big fat kiss right then. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway.
1: All right, Owen. What are your thoughts?
2: <laughs> okay, um, so I watched this movie when I was a kid, right? I was probably about. When did this movie come out? Two thousand four. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I was four years old when this Golly. movie came out. How about that? So,
1: well, I'm, I knew what I was getting into. I signed up for this podcast. So
2: yeah, as a kid, this was like the penultimate fucking like scary movie. Like this was like like I couldn't even look at the box art because I was like, oh, it's so scary. But um. <laughs> So, coming into it, you know, I was thinking, like, oh, I remember all those scenes that are, like, like scared the shit out of you. Remember when she comes off the wall and she's, like, all oh, a weird snake thing? Yeah. And then, uh, what's the other one? I think it's when she's in the bed. I, I just remembered all those scenes and shit that used to keep me up at night and made me pee to the bed. <laughs> so. But yeah. rewatching it, I don't know. The scares don't hit as much as they used to. I mean, I guess that's just age. But. I don't know. I mean, I watched the Japanese one not too long ago and those were that shit was still fucking scary. Maybe just this Americanized version just doesn't
0: fucking It's Sam Raimi.
2: It's Sam Raimi, baby.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for me, I watched it. I guess I was 12 when this movie came out and Golly at the time man. it was like the scariest freaking movie I'd ever seen in my life. And for years I've I've considered it the scariest movie I'd ever seen until I watched it again yesterday and I sort of agree with you that the scares don't hit the same way anymore. Um, the attic scene still got me in the beginning, and yeah, yeah, definitely. And
2: and the fucking the um what's the thing with the where she's on the security camera and like her eyes
0: come up. that yeah, shit's still scary. That the only other scene that really got me was, and it's because I I'd forgotten completely that it had happened. But when they're on the bus and she sees a reflection in the window. Yeah, that got me too. Yeah, like I literally jumped because I had forgotten completely about that. But um, yeah, I mean, overall, it's not as scary. And some of the some of the moments where she comes up, they seem sort of just silly. Uh, like Stephanie had made a comment um, when she opens the closet toward the end and her head kind of like slides down. It makes it look like she's attached to like a, a fold-out ironing.
1: Oh, when she's leaving the house at the end.
0: Yeah, I think it's I think it's toward the end because she's like the the girls Kaiko's crawling toward her and then she like turns around and she that closet or whatever opens up. And it was it, like, it was the door out. to the outside, right? Yeah. So that scene and then the scene where her hair is coming out of the the ceiling and she kind of stretches across the room. I thought that was kind of silly yeah, that too. one
2: was really yeah, that one was really like shitty. Now it, it looks really dated.
0: Yeah, the the effects don't hold up very well.
1: But before and Yo, uh was it sorry the, the Yoko when she her jaw was missing and her was like, a was just hanging out and I was like okay yeah that didn't look that good <laughs> so yeah.
2: did they kill that did they kill that other guy what's his name Alex did he did he die from that missing jaw lady yeah. yes
0: I mean
1: he well you don't see any of the deaths in this movie yeah so really except for you know the flashback
2: that's what keeps it scary the like unknown
0: no yeah. it doesn't. the character I think it does one of the characters gets a phone call. Um, the day after that. Well it's when she she gets a call from her, her boyfriend and he says that you know the, the school had called or whatever and Yoko and Alex were both dead. Um, so but in my notes I actually wrote down every character that dies in this movie. But before we get to the plot, I do want to run through some facts. So as a lot of people know, the movie is based on the 2002 Japanese horror film, on The Grudge, and it's directed by Takashi Shumizu, who is actually the one who created on and directed the movie in Japan. The runtime is 91 minutes, and as far as I know, there's no sort of extended cut or anything in the movie, which is probably for the best because I think even at 91 minutes, I sort of felt like it, it had a lot of scenes that were unnecessary. The movie was released on October 22nd, 2004, in the United States. It had a budget of ten million dollars, and it had it earned a box office of one hundred eighty-seven point two million dollars. Uh, the movie was greenlit by Sony after the success of The Ring, and it actually was the highest-grossing opening weekend for a horror remake at the time until a certain movie came out in two thousand nine. And I'm sure Lance knows what movie I'm talking about.
1: What is it? Friday the Thirteenth, the remake.
0: Friday the 13th remake.
1: Everybody come suck my dick.
2: That movie's so good.
1: <laughs> hey, I mean, look, of all like the remakes of anything, I've never seen Juwan. I'm really curious to see the differences. Because I was, even on Wikipedia, just reading up on the character, Kayato, that there is a huge difference. like in the Americanized version of the film series, she is. Like, Sam Raimi version. And, <laughs> in the Sam Raimi version she's fed all the evil spirits by her mother who's a Japanese exorcist whereas she's just really fucking abused in the Japanese version which is kind of weird that the American went straight up like sci-fi um,
2: spirituality kind of shit
1: yeah where Japanese was like nah she was just fucking abused well it's, it's, like, oh.
0: it's funny you bring up the, the feeding the spirits thing because they actually bring that back I believe in the third Grudge movie Um,
1: this is all just right on Wikipedia I only ever watched
0: like the first yeah in Grudge 3 because Kayako's sister is a main focus of the uh, the plot she tells the story of when when they were little girls and about their mother feeding Kayako the, the evil spirits that she had drawn from other people
1: I watched that with you with Stephanie and Squidward right
0: Yes, you did. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, that's back when... I, I was just thinking about it. I think that's the one I saw. I was like, fuck, I was terrible. like, hell, trying to go to sleep that next night. Well, yeah. that night was
0: just like, motherfucker. Yeah, and that movie, I mean, we'll, we may end up getting to it eventually sometime down the road. But, yeah, that, I don't remember, I don't re- really remember anything from the second movie, but I do remember quite a few bits of the third movie. But, yeah, so I, I want to run through the actors real quick. Uh, the movie stars... Sarah Michelle Gellar as Karen Davis Buffy yes. and uh, Jason Bear as Doug uh, there's a few other actors I don't recognize their names Katie Strickland plays Susan Clea Duvall plays Jennifer Rosa Blossie plays uh, Maria which is Peter's wife and Bill Pullman plays Peter which you know he's a pretty famous actor himself so. um, but one tidbit who, the who actress, plays the mom what was that who plays the mom of the uh you know the uh dementia mom? Oh, uh I don't know actually. I didn't write that down.
1: I think you did, that was, wasn't that one of her names? What was, what was her her
0: name? her name was Emma. Oh, yeah. Emma. She's yeah. um she's Emma from
2: Spain. she's the mom off Twin Peaks, if anyone oh, really? knows Twin Peaks. Yeah. <laughs> if I've anyone's a Twin, Twin Peaks fan. So. <laughs> yeah, she's uh she is Sarah Palmer from Twin Peaks. I was watching it and I was like, holy shit, that's Sarah Palmer.
1: Is she like the sister of Betsy Palmer who played Jason Voorhees' mother?
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, There's a
1: lot of fucking connections we're just not discovering.
0: So, I'm
2: one... asking you, Owen. Fucking say something. <laughs> I think so. Fuck
1: uh,
0: One last actor I want to mention is uh, the actor that plays Kayako. Uh, she's played by Takako Fuji, uh, who mm-hmm. she also plays Kayako in ju so there is some crossover there, along with the the director being the the same director. I,
1: I think she played uh, the Kai, the Kayako character. I don't want to say it like that, but the character in like all the movies, but the Grudge three, like all the Japanese movies and all the Grudge movies until part three, and then she just said f it. Oh like, really? Yeah, that's why I looked up because she. I was curious about the actress while in the middle of watching this movie because I was like, I don't remember these jump scares. This isn't going to scare me if I'm on Wikipedia at the same time. <laughs> but I think she did that. I don't think she was involved in the quote-unquote reboot slash sidequel from 2020 that they did. I don't think she was a part of that because she's like almost 50 years old now.
2: Is she in uh, Grudge versus the Ring? <laughs>
1: what? That's be <what> our new. <laughs> That's
2: a, the, That fucking came out not too long ago. It's like Grudge versus the Ring or some shit. Oh Is it an internet thing? No, it's like straight up a real movie. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it came out not too long ago. We that should do it.
1: We should watch that fucking movie. But yeah, that does sound. But here's the thing though. I did notice about the actress for Kayako was that she was married from '98 to 2004 when this movie came out. So she probably got a lot of that Hollywood penis. He, her husband in 2004 saw. when this movie came out, and she just said, "Sorry, honey, I'm done. I'm moving on," and she hasn't been married since. So she's probably still on that Hollywood train. You so know we saying? could
2: we could get in there, dude. Oh God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know, we you need... you said she doesn't play in the in the reboot thing that they made. Um, I
1: could be wrong. I just didn't see her. Well,
0: the the thing is, in that movie. So, so the Grudge reboot was really disappointing to me because it doesn't even focus on the Japanese family at all. Very briefly in the beginning, there's an American woman that's at the house, and you see Kayako appear behind her, and when she turns around to look, then you see the boy's arm reach out and grab her ankle. But that's, if I remember correctly, that's all you see of the Japanese ghost in the reboot, or sequel, or whatever it is that they wanted to call it. Because the rest of it takes place in America, and it's the ghosts are all American ghosts that are affected by the same curse, which is
1: oh, uh, yeah. I thought it was, uh, that's that's really weird. I thought it was like, did they Americanize Kayako? Now her name is Kay, <laughs> and the boy's name is like uh, Toby, Toby,
0: Toby, <laughs> Toby McGuire. Now the, will, the
1: dad's name is McGuire.
0: I, I will say the boy like the kayako didn't really scare me that much in the movie or creep me out any but the boy even when he wasn't in like his pure ghost form like when he still looked normal he still creeped the hell out of me uh, he didn't scare me like at all i mean <laughs> n- not scary per se but just creepy like how he just said no, it and was there
2: yeah i don't know it didn't get to me only the uh, kayako got to me
1: well, the thing that really got me is when the the cop went in there to burn the house down, and he's saving the boy because he's seen it that scene replay over him getting drowned. But then, when the dad—I can't remember his name at all—but he drowns the cop. That scared the shit out of me. That was a jump scare for me. It was like, oh damn, I forgot that was coming up. You went up. Ah. No, I went like, Pfft. oh god, no.
2: You said ah.
0: But yeah,
1: it was it was really, so. Okay, quick question, Cody, since I mean you know more about the series than I do. So in the remake slash sidequel, it's supposed to be happening at the same time as the Japanese movies are happening. It's just obviously in America, I'm assuming. Uh,
0: So it it does the same sort of thing where it it kinda jumps around in time. Now, you know, with this movie they only jump around between like a few days really. But in, in that movie, they do they jump around like between years so when the when the american woman is at the house in the beginning it's 2004 um and it'll jump it jumps back to her like why she was there in the first place uh and then it jumps up to like i want to say if i remember correctly like 2016 or something but i could be wrong it could be earlier than that but it, it jumps around between like two or three different like points in time I mean, it, it, it's worth watching, I think, one time if you like the Grudge movies, but it's not... It's nothing like the original run run of the movies, you know?
1: At the end of Grudge 3, which I'm assuming was the end of the sequel, was there any conclusion or wrapping up like it's done? Or did they just leave it open for more <laughs> like they did Friday the 13th?
0: Yeah, it's funny you bring that up because... The Grudge 3, like one of the scenes that sticks out to me the most, is, is the very last scene of the movie. The whole point of the movie is they're trying to finally get rid of the curse, and that's why they're using Kaiko's sister to help. And at the end of the movie, Kaiko's sister dies, and it seems like the curse is gone. But at the very end, you see Kaiko's sister has become a vengeful spirit and is like approaching the main protagonist of the movie. Um, before it cuts out. So, and she's got like this weird walk where like her legs are all like bent out of shape, and she's like doing this weird like standing on her tiptoe type thing when she takes a step. Oh,
1: I remember that because I was also yeah. Never mind, was Squidward.
0: Does but. she do the uh, thing? Uh, I don't think she did. Um, she had Dang. some kind of other like guttural noise, but it wasn't the same thing.
2: She went. Ah!
0: It wasn't. It wasn't the ah thing that?
1: You know. The um, yeah, it just seemed like the thing I liked. The thing I didn't like, but about this movie was like, there's no end game. Like, usually when you have like some kind of ghost story, it's like, oh, we can do this in this book or whatever. Like, you know, they're always trying to get rid of Freddy Krueger. Yeah, because he's you know in the ghost, but he's in the dream world. It's like we can bring him to the real world. We can kill him. You know, that's how they end all the movies. But in this movie like there, there was no ending to like oh you know it was yeah. great. and then they you know they said the cops that like everybody that goes in the house is supposed to die yeah but you know they, well we saved the house I'm like well, what about those fucking cops did they die in part 2 I don't right. remember because it's been I, a long time since I'm part 2
0: yeah and I can't I can't remember a single bit of, of the second movie um, to save my life but you know it it suffers from that sort of thing that a lot of like horror movies in the 2000s did where almost every one of them it makes you think that they oh well you know they're going to get rid of the ghost and at the very end like they pop up and it's like oh well you know it, it's very oh. obviously just trying to leave it open for a sequel and you're right though it didn't seem like there was a goal in mind for the protagonist It was really just like trying to understand what was happening around them. And people were just dropping so quick that, you know, that I don't think the characters can't really keep up with what's going on.
2: Yeah, it felt like kind of like a, I don't know, like a horror, like just roller coaster ride, you know, like, okay. Sam Raimi. Yeah, we, we, Yeah. (laughs) we saw this one person die. Now let's go to the next person and see them die it's scary yeah
1: I'm not I'm not criticizing Sam Raimi he breathed life into the Spider-Man franchise thank you for that but you know he's those movies were kind of like a one trick pony if you go back and rewatch them and they're not really rewatchable
0: the first is still good though
1: well I mean The Kiss obviously
0: yeah yeah well the kiss first begins with K Kayuso. the best. The, the first one's only the first Spider-Man movie's only good still because of Willem Dafoe like other than oh, yeah. that that movie is is garbage uh, well hey man look Coke to, for Grace is Venom good
1: is a fucking incredible casting choice i will go to my grave defending (laughs) that and ryan johnson is still the best star wars director you guys can suck my dick
0: there's only ever been two movies in my entire life that i've gone to the theaters to see more than once and spider-man 3 is one of them yeah
1: i think i've seen it like i know squidward because she was the manager of i she'll never listen to this podcast be hilarious if she did but Squidward, she was manager of the movie theater, so I got tickets to go see it the first time. And I was, like, up in the front row, really uncomfortable looking up. And I remember being disappointed, and I was, like, pissed off for, like, two weeks. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give this movie another chance. And I sat there, and the cold reality crept up on me. you're like, like wow, this shit sucks. And this shit sucks, <laughs> and I'm never going to get another iteration of Venom. And it's really depressing, so I'm just sitting there going, huh, this... I, mean, I could just feel it just sapping what any hope I had for it when I rewatched it. And that movie just was...
2: Was Venom proper in that movie? I don't think he was. What do you he mean was proper? A, like, he wasn't like, naked. Like, as a character, <laughs> it was, like, Venom in it. I know the little goo was, but... Oh, I mean, yeah, it. yeah. Yeah,
1: they put him on Topher Grace. But he would have been, like, if you just colored that one... Uh, okay, God bless it, we're doing the grudge. But anyway, if you had colored that Venom red and black, he would have been a perfect carnage. yeah. yeah. But Eddie Brock, not so much. Thank you, Tom Hardy. I will always love you. Anyway, back to the grudge. I'm a little side scrolls. The gruge. <laughs> the gruge. All right. so okay, that's, real uh, quick, Cody. Yeah. Um, you've seen the Ring movie, right? Yes. Okay, I have not seen that. Um, How would you compare that? Because the only thing I can go off of the Ring is the spoof that did in Scare Movie 3.
2: <laughs>
0: Which <laughs> so, is
1: hilarious. Thank you, Leslie Nielsen. You made that movie not scary for me. But how would you compare, like watching The Ring from the first time to The Grudge the first time? Not necessarily now, but your experiences with it
0: if for the first time. You know, I think I actually saw The Grudge before I ever saw The Ring. Um,
1: okay.
2: Yeah. Because me too.
0: the grudge, the Grudge is what kind of like introduced me to the, that whole Japanese style of, of horror, and um, which I know The Ring was was technically out first, but The Ring didn't scare me as much. Now that could also be because I saw Scary Movie Three before I saw the ring. And, and the, we, I we, was
1: reading sorry, I was just reading that when the Grudge came out in Juan, the mm-hmm. Japanese version, that it was critically favorable, but it was compared unfavorable to the Japanese version of the ring that came out. Yeah. So yeah, I was you, just curious like I mean yeah, I'm is not there sure. an end game in the ring or they just keep going on and on with that too?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a actual clear cut goal in the American version of the ring. Now I've never seen Ringu, which is in the you know, Japanese
2: version. I think it's the same in the Japanese like version. Just, it's just
0: trying to end the in the tape and all that kind of stuff in the chain of it and get rid was of Samara. A,
1: was it a tape of pooty thing?
0: <laughs> yeah, it was Samara. <laughs> it was Samara, and uh, starring in Pootie. Oh shit! Um, but no, uh, well, yeah, we the whole the whole, named Samara, the whole so... point of the ring was um, they were trying to get rid of. It was her name was Samara, right
1: I don't know but we knew somebody that had samara and you know <laughs> she was a, quite a looker at work so you know
0: yeah I think her name was I think <laughs> her name was Samira. the whole point was to get rid of her and like you know there's like a big twist in it about who she was and and all that so it well, go it's
1: a it for me I'm not gonna watch it
0: no yeah it, it's well you never know if we'll do it for this show this podcast or not
1: well I don't want to be scared when I watch it
0: <laughs> well, it we we rewatched it last year and it, it doesn't really hold up as far as the scares go. It's still a good movie, so
1: though. it's not like so from a Japanese to Americanized touch to it. It doesn't age well as all the Godzilla movies. You're telling me? Okay, gotcha.
0: Yeah. All right, so let's uh let's jump into a rundown of the plot of sorts. So, the the movie opens up with like immediately someone killing themselves. And of course, you have no idea who they are, who or who he is. Um, you know, it's but it ends up being the professor from later on in the movie, the one that Kaiko was uh, obsessed with, um, standing Do on a balcony. You remember the
1: scary movie scene uh, that spoofed this in Scary Movie Four
0: with the with the professor or with the suicide?
1: Yeah, with the suicide, it was Charlie Sheen and he's like standing at the balcony in Scare movie four and he's like you know looking out like he was he's got bags underneath his eyes he turns around you know how his wife wakes up she's good morning honey yeah well it's like three playboy bunnies that pop up <laughs> with charlie scene they're like you know come back to bed And he's just like and then something happens i can't remember he ends up taking like a bunch of viagra or some shit and <laughs> he ends up having this fucking huge erection and he falls off the the balcony, and you know, oh God, he's dead, and all this other stuff, and you see it—none of his body, but his dick hit the ground, <laughs> and it was hilarious. and I just remember seeing that, going, you know what? I don't think the Grudge is going to be that scary for me again because I saw the Grudge first, obviously. But yeah, yeah,
2: yeah there I, I were don't... a lot of times where Go I was ahead. like, oh, sorry, there was a lot of times where I was like, am I where I like had recognized scenes from like Scary Movie four, and I had to like pause it and be like am i watching scary
0: movie four what the fuck <laughs> well one thing i noticed about this scene is when he when he jumps off the balcony the wife has like she has n- no reaction to it at all it's just <laughs> until he it hits it, it's just like he, he falls <laughs> over and she's just like he hits the ground and she's just kind of like oh like what kind of reaction is that to someone jumping off the balcony?" She's like, finally, damn. <laughs> yeah, we'll get some of
1: that teacher money. But no, it's like you could at least say, make the excuse that she had like a bunch of eye boogers and she's like wiping it and doesn't really know what's happening. But no, she's just straight up staring like she's got makeup on. She's beautiful. They probably didn't have sex the night before. And she's like, look, I've been waiting for this. And he falls. I'm like, where'd he go? He said, I'd <laughs> rather die. I'd rather die to have sex with you again.
0: So yeah, after after this scene, if if I remember correctly, we go to the house, right? Or or do we? Are we introduced to? Um, no, yeah, we go to the house so, first. Because no, you they get, go to Buffy. No. Oh, do they? Is it Buffy?
2: No, we go to the house first, and we see the stinger with Yoko and shit in the first. oh okay,
0: yeah. Because okay.
1: yeah. I keep the first thing I remember was next was Buffy and then her boyfriend's like, check your clock. I said an hour earlier, and then they
0: start
2: rubbing <laughs> on each other.
0: Yeah, the the attic scene. Now going into Golly this movie, damn. going into this movie, I only remember two deaths that happened specifically, and the attic scene was one of them. Now, watching it this time, I knew it was coming, and it kind of creeped me out a little bit more because I was looking into the darkness uh, for Kaiko, and you could like see her face like in the darkness before she turns around and actually like like the it gets lit up, and to me it was just even creepier because of it
1: yeah I, that that one's that one really got me still because like I said going like I hadn't watched the movie since it first come out and that one really fucking just like oh I can't wait in the suspense because you know I forgot I thought that you know Kayato was going to fall from the closet because I had some of my scenes mixed up but when she got up in there and then it was the you know she looks around then she gets up halfway into the attic and looks around again and then Kaiato gets her I'm like fuck but that yeah. was Sam Raimi getting a one good scare in
0: at the beginning. <laughs> what about you, Owen? What did you think of the scene about the
2: first scare? Uh, I don't know. I was expecting it. That's kind of like an infamous scene, so I was like, "Oh, here comes." Isn't it more famous? The setup famous is than infamous. Yeah. The setup's it? really good though. Like, um, I like how you can kind of see her a little bit
0: before like the jump scare happens. Yeah, that. And when I was a kid and I watched this movie, I didn't see her in the darkness because I I guess I was so focused on Yoko and whenever she she finally turns and lights her face up, it it just scared the hell out of me as a kid. But, you know, in this, like I said, it just kind of unsettled me a little bit more because I could see her face just in the darkness. But yeah, so that's actually the second character that dies in this movie and it's like in the first five minutes of the film. Which, by the way, this movie had way more deaths in it than I actually remember it having. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was strange. You don't remember? Me. I mean, I kept forgetting like how everybody was getting off. Of course, you just like they're all like, ah, and, and like, then geez, the screen goes black. I said off. Yeah. Uh-huh. I didn't say jacked off. I thought
2: you said oh, everybody's <laughs> getting off. Everybody's getting off. Like, ah! Everyone's just like nuts. call
1: back to the apocalypse. Now that's how I have my orgasm. Ah! Uh-huh. But but yeah, it's like I, I keep forgetting. Of course, you know you don't see a lot of the deaths that you know they get sucked up, or you see the boy going and then. The screen goes black. There's a lot of going to black in this movie. Yeah. Which I mean keeps like the suspense up and I get it.
0: Well and it also keeps the rating of the movie down because if you if you what is well, this movie? Yeah. This movie's probably rated PG thirteen. I right? think it's
2: I think it's still rated R or some shit. You I think? think they just keep out the death scenes because it's like the fear of the unknown. Like that's like a really Japanese horror thing to do. Like they don't like in the ring they don't show like straight up deaths. Um, in the original Grudge they don't show straight up
0: depths you know it's that's well, just the, how it is in the ring she doesn't really kill anybody by like with actual physical touching for lack of a better term <laughs> but like you know she just kind of scares them to death oh, yeah. and, you know they become all like contorted and everything
1: uh, the ring is the ring girl Japanese as well
0: yes well
2: in oh. in in the in the Japanese version she is yeah in the okay. American so version they didn't, she's they not. didn't
1: stay with it. when they kind of okay and and the
2: Japanese version her name's like Sayako or something I don't remember
1: there's a scene in the scary movie 3 where she's watching the video and you see this woman with really long hair combing her hair but then she lifts up her arm and she's combing really long (laughs) armpit hair yeah and it's absolutely (laughs) (laughs) then you see this dude (laughs) he walks up to this chair that's spinning upside down <laughs> <laughs> I remember that he, look, he looks at the screen and then looks back at the chair and the next thing you know he goes like because <laughs> he's riding the chair and then the next thing he's throwing up in a fucking th- bucket and then the best thing is the last thing you see is a guy pick up a toilet seat look down in it, and then sit his ass down on the toilet <laughs> <laughs> oh god I need to re-watch Game Movie 3 now but. God. Right, I so, was just curious.
0: Like, yeah, know. yeah, they 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 completely Americanized the ring. So,
1: um, at least they didn't do that for this movie. Like Sam Raimi was like, "Okay, let me just give you some money, and you come recreate that movie here."
0: Yeah, and I, and, I you know I I'll actually appreciate that because yeah. the whole the whole theme of it, what, I don't think it really fit with it like just entirely American setting, and I think that was proven with the the newer movie that came out this year like it just it doesn't feel like the grudge you no. Know. No. Yeah, we don't even have ghosts
2: like that really like. All yeah. our ghosts we just like We got the Bale Witch
0: Yeah. Here in
1: Tennessee. Cody yeah. lives next to the Bale Witch. Bale yep.
0: Witch. Right across the street.
1: That's for everybody that thinks this podcast is a little too southern. Fuck you. <laughs>
0: um so after the attic scene, we uh we move on to be introduced to the main character, which is Karen Davis and her boyfriend Buffy, the fucking yeah, Karen. Buffy. Um, which I can't remember what her boyfriend's name is. Doug. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: which you know that scene is just whatever. It's just introducing two characters, and then we get to, we get to the scene or. So she goes to the school, or you find out she's a college student and all that and there she's there on like a study abroad program. When she goes to the school, Alex tells her that Yoko didn't show up for work, so she's basically needing to sub for her as the caretaker for this elderly lady that lives in the in the haunted house. I guess <clears throat> when she shows up, that's when you you get introduced to the boy for the first time because she hears she hears the cat, right? In the closet. Yeah, she hears.
1: Okay, first off, she goes to a closet and it's all fucking taped up. Yeah, anybody that's ever in a real life scenario, you go to a fucking dark. But there room, is a cat meowing. In listen it. here, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that looked like old tape too. Like that looked like like fucking what's that? That like tan looking
0: tape that doesn't doesn't hold shit. It's like it's like packing tape. Wait, who taped it up? Well, that's that's what I was about to ask. Who who taped it up? Because Emma is basically bedridden, so. She's not climbing up the stairs. Yeah, she's bedroom,
1: but you remember she actually was up in that room, though. Like, when they first bought the house. Remember, she just, like, fucking disappeared. I don't Okay, look, anybody that's listening to this, you go into a dark room, and the closet or the other door is barricaded, and there's a lot of of things barricading this door. Just turn around and walk away. I've seen enough movies. This just doesn't work that way. (laughs) you know just turn around she did that also and she heard this cat and i'm thinking to myself if i was her and i love animals you know i get pissed off i actually got pissed off when they drowned the cat in this movie because i forgot about that part i yeah. love animals but if i heard a cat meowing inside the closet i'm thinking well he has food he's fine that <laughs> so, cat sounded angry it wasn't like a
2: meow help me it, it was, was mad because yeah. it was locked in the closet
1: it was mad because it was probably in heat yeah, yeah. So you closet. gotta let
2: it out. You gotta let the cat out.
1: But but then you but
0: open the closet, and the cat's with this creepy-ass little boy. Golly,
1: damn, man. That was fucking scary as shit. And why in <laughs> the hell does the boy have, like, a bloody knee and have a bandage over it? Did he his dad, fell? like...
0: I I don't... What? He fell.
1: Well, I get he fell, but his dad, like, abused him and drowned him. Did his dad's like, oh, I'm sorry about your knee. Let's take that up. I'm sorry, don't tell your mom. No, fuck well, you, go in the bathtub.
0: I don't think I don't think that is really his dad. I think... That is his dad. No, I mean I don't think his dad did it to him. I think that it's just some kind of like visual storytelling. Like maybe the kid's clumsy or whatever. You know, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. The creepy ghost but...
2: is clumsy. Yeah. Well, it's like the
0: scary movie before.
1: Yeah. They turn around with the lighter and the kids there going ah, and they're screaming, but you turn out they're burning the kids' hand with a lighter.
0: Yeah. Now. Scary movie, in Scary Movie Four, you know the scene with the when where the real the real estate agent is trying to sell the house and the hair is like he's, appearing in the corner of the room and he's like he's grabbing it, it and like he's like pulling it down and like stuffing it in a bag or whatever. And then the boy he pops re- up out of the tub, and he, like, punches him in the face. <laughs> Keeps
1: the boy, yeah, this is great. he's, like, soaking wet. He goes, we'll take the house. He goes, great. <laughs> and then, and then
2: those two scenes were, like, almost exactly the same.
0: Yeah, because the the guy's, like, you know, they walk in the thing after, in this movie, he's, he's sitting there freaking out. And it, it kind of gives the impression that the real estate agent kind of already knew that the house had something wrong with it. And he was just desperately trying to get rid of it. But in the Scary Movie Four, man, that that whole scene is hilarious. There's another
2: scene where like um she's washing uh, uh the main characters like washing that old lady's feet, and isn't that in Scary Movie Four? And, and her feet are like all disgusting or something. Or... Oh, I don't really yeah, remember. Yeah, that, that
1: is a scene. I just can't remember how because it goes into like the world of the world. Because yeah,
2: I I remember seeing that and being like, I was like, dude, this isn't Scary Movie Four. I just don't know how it played out. I forgot. <laughs> okay real quick i'm just
1: curious if you guys had bought a house and just you know cody has a house and he thought it was haunted like the first six months but if you actually had a house that you just bought and turns out this motherfucker is straight up really haunted what would you do because you know the person in the there's always somebody like in the uh the animal horror is like well we can't just move out we just bought the place you want to ruin us financially well, i'm thinking to myself i would just fucking leave and I'd, declare bankruptcy
2: I'd, I'd get like ghost hunters or something and then make like a tourist kind of thing out of it and get a shit ton of money
0: well yeah just live. buy another buy another house and like you just said or use it as a tourist attraction and make a bunch of money off of it but you know in, in modern horror movies now like they always have a reason like well if you leave that the spirit's attached to your family so it's going to follow you it's like all right whatever I love that this ghost that's obsessed with the land and protecting the property that we bought will also just follow us wherever we go. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I like bell. I
1: have our own little bell witch cave, though, but it's like a mobile cave. Yeah. It's a trailer. It's a it's fucking a, it's haunted trailer a, it's a, it's a park. haunted trailer. You're like, <laughs> hey, five bucks to go look at the haunted trailer. Go on in. <laughs> it's fine. I'm just sitting there. With my tank top, my finger, and my belly button. <laughs> you're fucking, drinking, like,
2: root beer. You're old beat-up <laughs> fucking old Ford.
1: My old Ford. I don't have a Ford. I have a
2: hey, Bubby, you want to go see the ghost? <laughs>
1: <laughs> $5. Yeah, right, you here.
2: give me $5 right now. I'll let you come in and see the ghost. $10. I'll show you my ghost.
0: After the closet. Oh, yeah. So, Karen, you know, she goes downstairs. She, You know, the woman's sobbing or, or whatever. And uh, she goes to check on her, and the hair starts appearing in the corner of the room. And um, that's when you get the really. But she ridiculous... doesn't see it for a while, yeah, she turns around. She's like, "What's wrong? What's wrong?" And the woman's just like freaking out, looking over at the at the corner. And she's like, "You know what?" Does she say? She says, uh, "I just want her to leave me alone." And like she looks over and yeah. sees the hair, and then of Fuck. course you get that really terrible special effect where it swoops down in front of them. And...
1: But the thing is, you notice like uh, I call her Buffy, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, yeah, when she was trying to get. Uh, the woman to lay down. The woman just lays down calmly. Like I told her to leave me alone, and she just lays back down. I'm like, yeah. the thing's coming after you. How did the old lady?
2: <laughs> how did the old lady survive for so long? Like, why didn't the ghost just fucking kill her right then? Well, it was
1: like it was only like a couple days.
2: Maybe they were using the old lady as like bait to get more people into the house. Well,
1: maybe. Well, okay. You, well, do you think the old woman survived enough? Because you know she's supposed to be invalid. Maybe she just kept shitting herself. and The ghost is like, nah, later. This is like, ew, what the fuck. <laughs> Now, has anybody ever tried that in a ghost story? Just shitting themselves and see if the ghost goes away.
2: It's like, yeah, dude, what the fuck? Because
1: well, nobody has, did that in the Blair Witch movie.
0: Stephanie brought that same point up. Like, how did the old lady survive so long without when everyone else was like just dying left and right? And I, the Stephanie's I think, point, have anything to do with poop? <laughs> yeah, um, I think I think it was just because the ghosts are kind of like busy, like tracking everyone else down. You know, it's not, that sounds ridiculous, but you know they're killing people that does people. sound really they're ridiculous like, cody like they're like we got <laughs> we got we killed him
2: i gotta <laughs> go scare this other bitch we got we got bigger fish to fry
0: <laughs> well you know later on they call they call the old woman's daughter like when she's in her apartment or whatever and they're like what did, what room are you in or what what number is your apartment and it's like well now i gotta go across town to hunt this bitch down before i can go back and take care of the old woman so you know that
1: is true but the thing that was confusing like i said it it made it seem like they were in the house for a very long time. Yes. Like, but there's like, oh, her daughter, uh, her daughter-in-law doesn't work, so she should be homing all the time anyway. So she shows up, but it's like, did it happen over? This happened like over the course of like two weeks, because it I seemed don't... like it was like boom, boom. They move in. Two days later, they get sucked up in the attic. Boom, boom. The daughter's yeah. just sitting there by her, the mom's sitting there by herself.
0: It, it's hard to it's hard to really pinpoint exactly how long or over what span of time it takes place, to me, it it seemed like just a matter of a few days. Yeah. Because, you, you know, they move in, and, you know, I guess you can probably give a few days after they move in, but once, like, they start showing up, they, they're they just, like, killing them in the matter of, like, two or three days.
1: Because they weren't even unpacked Once they right. got moved in. And, and then, I, you know, that's like, she's up in the room going, uh, you know, uh, laying down, doing uh, her best O-face. And uh, then... Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, then you know he's like what's wrong when you see the boy and then the little cat noise comes out of his mouth it still kind of creeps me out every time it goes she
2: Should just start beating the fuck out of the kid just goes, oh
1: my
0: God, he's like fuck yeah. this little kid well, that's what i that's what i said that toward the end when the, the girl's like crawling toward uh toward karen you know after she killed her boyfriend or whatever and it's just like just punch her in the damn face like what are you what okay. are you just sitting there and letting her crawl to you for she's crawling like you could probably walk faster than she's crawling toward you.
1: No, nah, that but... didn't really help with... Uh, well, I mean, she just shows up out fucking nowhere, too, dude. Oh, Her crawling yeah, down true. the
2: stairs was kind of creepy. That's yeah, which really... it, look, it looks looked like they used... looked kind of funny at that point. I thought it was kind of creepy.
0: Yeah, which, you know, I guess being older now, I'm like, I was more just like kind of paying attention to how they actually made it look like that, and it looked like stop motion. Um, oh, which, yeah, you know... yeah,
2: they freeze on some of the frames and like speed it up and shit. Yeah. what
0: scares the, the thing that actually scared
1: me the most and actually will come back to me and like when I'm sleeping is when uh, the dude's sister gets you know taken and she's in her bed hiding underneath the covers and you yeah. see the covers up from underneath and she looks up and then there's Kayoto and she gets uh, stuck wherever she gets sucked into that's always scares the shit out of me like something's coming from like underneath the bed or at the foot of the bed to grab you I remember right. when I was like a kid, I would sleep on the opposite end of my bed with my head away from the like my head towards the door, so I could just look at the wall.
2: And your and, toes under the covers? Well,
1: I, I was completely under the covers because I was cold. Shut up. Anyway, no, it, but I, that's what I would do just in just a case of like somebody ever come got me, like in these fucking movies. There's nothing. I mean, I can't see it coming. That's the worst part is seeing it coming. i rather somebody like Jason just come up and cut your head off, boom instead of having this little bit going, and then then walking down the stairs coming to get you. Yeah. But, man, I remember, um, uh, side scroll, but after watching The Conjuring the first time, and I thought that movie was really good. If you rewatch it now, it's not as good. And Like I said, a lot of these movies, they're good, like one or two watches for scares, and after a while, you get kind of like, huh, it's okay. But, you know, when you see the fucking witch in that movie, and she's just creepy wearing a bath gown, well, that next morning, I had to get up early, but uh, Alex, I had to take him to work. He needed a ride because his car was in the shop. My dad was waking me up. I was groggy. I looked up. I see this figure in a dark hoodie, not walking, but floating towards me with one arm out. And I do this like fucking Luke Kane bicycle kick out of bed. And my dad goes, what's wrong with you? I'm like, nothing, man. I'm fucking fine. And it was him. (laughs) It was him walking towards me to wake me up. I looked up. I don't see him walking. It just looks like this motherfucker is floating, and he's wearing a black Minnesota Viking hoodie. And I jump up. I'm like, oh, my God. So this grudge had the same kind of effect on me growing up watching this movie. I'm like, of course, I was 16. I couldn't tell that to anybody. I'm like, yeah, this movie's good. (laughs) Yeah. that, That fucking thing scared the living piss out of me. And I'll still, like, to this day when I go to sleep, i'll just lock my door i'm like well it's a fucking ghost it's gonna come through anyway i did everything i could
0: so we we got the hair scene but then we could get the flashback to when they're buying the house which we've already kind of talked about that we talked about the scene with the tub where the the realtor's like trying to unclog the drain or whatever and the boy pops up and he's just soaking wet and happy that they're going to buy the the house
1: house too would that piss you off you're trying to buy the house
0: Oh, yeah, that I didn't notice that, or I guess I didn't really pay attention Yeah, to he that. he goes down
1: and he's, like, taking a quick smoke, like, he's like, huh, but then he, noticed, he hears the water splashing, and he's like, well, let me try to get this water out of there. I'm like, why in the fuck would you be smoking in the house anyway? That's just disgusting to me, but, yeah. you know, whatever.
0: 2004 was a different time. So, it wasn't that different.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, it was, like, uh, 1993, go ahead and smoke in the restaurant, sweetie.
0: <laughs> yeah. Jumps ahead a little bit, and the married couple gets killed by the boy. Jennifer's you know, she hears like the crashing in the in the living room and sees the uh, the puddle on the floor and the footprints running up the steps. And then what's what's bizarre to me is she sees the boy running up the stairs and you can very clearly see that he's like very like ghostly white. And she's just like, Oh, I'm gonna go follow whatever this is, you know. Yeah, no of one just ever goes the opposite out. way. Yeah something I noticed is anytime any of them see one of the ghosts it's like almost like they can't believe that there's something in front of them so they're having to like take their glasses off and wipe their glasses and like you know get real close to them to to kind of look at what they're doing it's it's ridiculous it's it's just the type of stuff in horror movies that bug me
2: there's that one lady in the hospital though she like sees like her crawling up the stairs from below and she's like fuck that shit I'm out of here oh
0: yeah yeah she's the only one that like runs away
2: the sister-in-law? The daughter-in-law. Yeah, the, no, the, she,
1: she's not at the hospital, though. She's leaving. Yeah, and she's oh, that's leaving. His, that's his sister, the invalid mom's daughter.
2: Yeah, she sees her on like crawling up the stairs, though, when she's on the stairs. And then she, like, fucking Oh, my God,
1: up. dude. When she fell down, because, you know, Kyoto grabbed her, her key ring, and it broke. And you just see her going, Is the door shutting? That scared the shit out of me for a minute. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> like, the shit with her sister really kind of fucked with me. Because she got out safely. She fucking yeah. probably drove she rode miles away to her apartment and then the bitch still got to her and it was like, Oh my god.
0: Yeah, which they don't really make a point of it in this movie, but in the later movies they they really make it clear that once once you're touched by by the curse in the house, it doesn't stop until it, it kills you. So But well, in so this
1: because is that anybody that goes into the house though?
0: It's unclear yeah. because again, it should I don't be anyone
2: who does that's how it is in the original in the original first movie they make a point that like they show like anyone who's entered the house like it doesn't matter where you are your ass is got cause you remember yeah. you said
1: like his the cop is like my three buddies had the same thing happen to him two of them disappeared or two of them died and one of them disappeared yep. but yeah. what happened what about the eight cops that were investigating the crime scene that was well, in that, the house
0: Did that's what like? I was gonna bring up it's like you had all those people walking around like the, the medical the medical professionals and all that kind of stuff and you never hear about all them dying, but in, in the two thousand twenty movie, it kind of implies that it doesn't matter necessarily if you enter the house, but you have to actually like bear witness or or experience the ghost in the house for it to actually attach to you. So the because I, mean, I remember
1: it, Cody. Uh, hey, do you remember? I am just curious. We watched hell. This is another side scroll. But I remember one time I was over there. <laughs> and I wasn't staying the night but we had just like played a shit ton of football or wrestling or whatever pro wrestling not physical wrestling that's not how we are um, <laughs> I gotta do that for the listening media uh, but we were watching a bunch of like YouTube videos of, like these disappearances and all these ghosts and shit like oh, that oh yeah and God. Cody was like yeah I slept with my phone on and <laughs> cause you were like watching YouTube and have your headphones in but you were still like fucking spooked out or some shit like that I remember you yeah. telling? Because I remember I went home and I, ha- I have like this big ass fucking nightlight, and I plugged it in my bathroom and illuminates my like entire room. And that's exactly what I did. And I'm like, well, if I die, at least I'll just be in the light. And that's the one thing. Uh, one more thing about the the grudge killing um, Jennifer, not Jennifer. I guess whatever the guy's wife is. It happens in daytime. A lot of that shit is supposed to happen at night. Because yeah. you kind of feel like in movies you're safe during the daytime, like right. oh, nothing's going to happen here. But no, this bitch fucking goes up there. And the thing is, that's the room that the attic—excuse me, the closet's taped up in. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. So it had to have been the invalid mother that did that.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm not sure because yeah, you're right. It's in the it's in the what seems to be the master bedroom, which uh, oh, no. has the attic the attic entrance to it. Um, which, of course, she doesn't die during the day. Uh, she's left there in like that state of shock until her uh, husband gets home.
1: Yeah, could you fucking imagine how, I mean, just the fear? Because I can sit there and freak myself out, like trying to get my keys out at night, trying to get inside the house. I'll sit there and do that shit, like, can I get out here before Jason comes get me? And I'm still fucking <laughs> with my keys. I would be the person that dies. But I'm sitting there thinking, like, could you just imagine the fucking state of shock? Like yeah, you know, I know when like I mean, a spoiler alert but at the end where her boyfriend dies. He dies of shock, and he's looking at her. But Kaito's just, I guess, sucking his soul out of his body, or how the shit works. But you, could you just imagine fucking just laying down, like being like frozen in fear for like eight hours?
0: Yeah, it. That you gotta would be, be dry mouth too.
1: Awful. It definitely has to be like dry mouth going Ugh! the whole time, you know.
0: <laughs> so yeah, her her husband gets home, finds her in the bed. Uh, the boy is there, and it's confusing because he, when you see the shadow on the wall, it looks like he's turning into the cat, but then he doesn't turn into the cat. Like it's it's very confusing as to what's happening, which we know from from later films that he can actually change into the cat. Um, is it
1: just because that was his pet?
0: Well, I think it's because the dad drowned them in the tub, drowned both of them in the tub. So they're kind of like linked together.
1: So uh, I'm just curious, the dad—I mean, the one who obviously killed her and the boy and the cat—does he have any parts in like the second or third one? I know you don't remember much of the second one, but
0: I honestly, I can't remember for sure because um, it kind cari- of
1: just—it kind of just becomes like Kyoto's story. Like, oh, he just her getting brutally killed in a domestic violent incident isn't the only reason why she's that. Her mom was a fucking uh, a demon dweller almost. Yeah. And just giving her all these evil spirits and shit like that, which is kinda of fucked up if you think about it. Like I said, going back to like the no end game. Like, oh, there's no way to give her soul peace or some bullshit like that. Yeah. And which goes to Scary Movie Three when they do that with the ring at the end and they're like, the like little girl goes like you saved me, I can now lie in peace and they're like, Oh, really? He goes, Nah, I'm just screwing with you And <laughs> <laughs> so that always like plays back in my head but like I said the one thing I have a problem is like there's no end game to get to. I remember va- vaguely in part 3 of them having an end game, but at the same time I was looking away while you three were watching the movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in part 3,
0: was... in part 3 there's a clear goal of actually getting rid of the curse for good. But it doesn't work. Right. So. Well, it works on on Kayako's part and her son, but her sister ends up uh bearing a new curse. Oh so, god. So the married couple ends up dying, which, you know, later on they're found in the attic. But then we cut back to, I guess, what would be considered present day, which, you know, it's like a day or two after this, this happens. Back to right after <coughs> Emma Emma was killed, so you find out that she's actually dead, which makes five characters so far in this movie that have died. And Karen is, is scared, which is a completely different reaction than she, that she had when she first saw the hair, where she was just like, huh, I wonder what that is. So then... You know, you they go up to the attic, and they I think that's where they find the detectives find the married couple up there dead, and they find the jawbone on the floor. Uh, yeah, yeah, which I didn't remember what the jawbone was actually from, and uh, you know later on we find out that it was Yoko's uh, uh, jaw. The uh, that's when we cut to uh, Matthew's sister, who Matthew is the the husband or whatever. Which her name is Susan. The sister's name is Susan, and um, she's at work, I guess. And yeah. when work, she's going, work,
2: work, work.
0: <laughs> when she's going down the stairs, that's when you get the scene of the lights above her cutting out, and she looks down below and she sees Kaiko crawling up the stairs after her. Oh, but remember, up uh, she kept
1: looking up because you thought because yeah. she kept hearing like some kind of popping in every light above her was popping, but Kayato was coming from the bottom. Right. Which was fucking creepy shit. It feels like a big sandwich closing in on you, like you're a piece of meat. Yeah. So she was the salami in that scenario. <laughs> Hard salami, not Kato. Kato Kato's disgusting. But, you know, and then I guess you could say, you know, Kayoto was, you know, the bottom bun. But, like, so that was that scene where she reached up and grabbed her and grabbed the rabbit's foot. Yeah. Which is kind of funny, because it means, like, you there's no... And that was a kind of little message saying, like, there's nothing that can protect you. Right. You know, they didn't even... I mean, they didn't go the crucifix way in this movie. But, you know, the whole rabbit's foot was just goofy in its own essence. But yeah. Yeah, the whole thing was like, oh, shit. I remember the, but it's her just looking in the door. And then I remember her talking to the guy. But I couldn't remember what happened after that when I first watched this movie. And then... know he goes he's looking with his little flashlight and i'm like oh god he's about to get sucked in and he comes out like la 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 i'm like well damn
2: he wasn't in the house
1: (laughs) she wasn't there but i forgot and then i thought the scene cut off early but i forgot it was when the detective was watching the surveillance tape where you know you see the rest of it like she's walking away and then the ghost is coming up into the you know the camera feed or whatever.
0: Well, it wasn't her; it was the security guard because remember she goes and finds the security guard and he goes. Yeah, that was her. That's stairs. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah.
1: But I thought that like the scene had cut out early because she saw it and then she took off running. Right. You know, saw the flickering on the camera and seeing this little black cloud. But I thought the the scene had cut out early because I remember seeing Kayeto stare at the camera she, after she walked away. But that was when the detective was just playing the tape over. Yeah which is oddly specific to have that, like, one hallway tape. He only had, like, he he just had this whole collection, just had this one tape, and was just like, oh, this is the right one, this is great, one time. Yeah,
0: and, and conveniently, he put it in, and it started at, like, the exact moment he needed it to start. Yeah. Like, and, you know, that the whole camera thing, to me, I guess I just overanalyze things like this in, in these kind of movies, but it... It was kind of another one of those just silly moments where why would the ghost go to the camera to stare in the camera, you know? Like it wasn't it wasn't to look at her because if the care if the ghost is kind of aware of everything, then she would have known that that Susan had already run off. So Yeah,
1: but have you ever walked into like Kroger's? I know you used to work at Kroger's, but you know, you see these big ass security cameras, just smile your own camera. You never just look at it and just smile as you're walking by it.
2: You never do a little dance? No. I (laughs) I used to,
1: I'd be like, I'd smile at the camera and then I swear to God I've heard a couple times like, uh, code yellow to frozen food and I'm walking through frozen food or wherever the fuck it is. I'm like, are you kidding me? (laughs) Just because I smile on the camera? Anyway, yeah, that, yeah. But the thing is, you know, like, wouldn't, anytime everybody's ever had like, quote unquote, like, ghost evidence on tape or Bigfoot evidence. Like, the tape doesn't work or it doesn't record it. So yeah, why typically. is this actually recording her? Versus well, like, I, get,
0: I guess it's because she wanted to be seen, you know. that. That's my only assumption on it.
1: So she's, like, in her own way, making her own ring videotape?
0: <laughs> yeah, except the ring... Except... It won't curse everybody who watches it like the rain.
1: Well technically wouldn't that if you watch that thing, wouldn't that like wouldn't she like touch you with her curse? If she's you know, staring right at the camera.
2: Like, I assume you wouldn't see her if you weren't in the house before.
0: Yeah, right. And the the reason that's the reason why the detective can see her is because he's already basically but been been exposed to it.
1: I would agree with that, but if you remember when the tape it follows her, like the security tape actually moves with her and then when she moves out of range, it moves back to its original position and then she pulls into view of the camera. So the camera's uh, sensing her movement.
2: I thought that was just the the camera zooming in on the screen, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I think it was more like the film the film just zooming focusing. in, not not the security camera.
1: No, but see, he just popped the film in like a, VH, a VCR player. There was nothing you can zoom in on
2: those. No, I mean right. the the third wall, the fourth wall, camera, the, yeah, the director's right. camera, the camera.
1: Oh yeah, I know that's what the the camera is, but I'm, I'm assuming.
2: But it's not moving on the screen. I think it, the camera just zooming in on a specific part on the yeah. screen in the movie. We can argue yeah. about this. Yeah,
1: we can <laughs> yeah. sit there and pull the fucking video up and then post. We'll later do it right now. That if I was right.
0: No, that's okay. Let's just leave it alone. Leave a leave want I don't want to see any more of Kaiko for a while.
1: <laughs> I see her every time I flush the toilet.
0: Oh God.
2: She's <laughs> her in my dreams. Oh, just a, a
0: little bit of a little bit of a curse, leaving you.
1: Oh, it's always a curse leading you to the toilet. Like, oh God! <laughs> I'm like, no, was it green? Anyway,
0: <laughs> so. uh... Susan makes it back to her apartment building. She's going up the elevator and you see the boy on the on the different floors. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot was, that part too. Yeah, that was a little creepy. She gets into her apartment, you know, her phone rings and it's her brother, which we already know is dead. That's when you get like her telling basically telling the ghost what, what apartment number she's in and getting the knock on the door and she looks through the peephole and sees uh Matthew standing there. But when she opens the door obviously he's not there. Which <laughs> to me that kinda like broke the rules, sort of. Just the fact that the that the ghost was able to like look like an entirely different person. Um Yeah. Because I don't think there's an example of that happening at any other time in this series, if I remember. Yeah. So and then, of course, you get the her death where she's laying in the bed and uh, Kaiko appears under the covers, which that was another one that I'd forgotten about. And it didn't scare me so much now, but when I was younger, it's, it really did scare me a lot.
1: You know what would have been even creepier? Uh, I was just thinking about because, you know, in the hallway, because this is a, it's a Japanese apartment complex she's living in or whatever, and, you know, she walked out of the room. She's like, Matthew! And then comes out, and he's not there. The door shuts behind her. But then you hear the little, uh, on the phone. And then, you know, she drops and breaks it. And then, you know, she goes in her room and, you know, hides up beneath the covers. But what if Kayoto chased her down that dark hallway? She's trying to get through it. Trying to knock on everybody's door and nobody's answering. Yeah. I think that would have been a lot creepier seeing Kayoto like, fucking, like, going down the hallway in the darkness because you can kind of hide it with some hide some of the special effects with the darkness I thought that would have been like yeah. a little bit creepier if they had done it that way All right instead yeah. of just I being agree. like oh nothing can come get you like fuck Freddy Krueger already did this to Johnny Depp back in 84 we're good
0: <laughs> uh, um, yeah I, I think that could have worked which again not not remembering a whole lot from the other movies they could have done something like that later on um, at least with you know crawling down a hallway and using the lighting to help blend it in.
1: Yeah, fuck that. Though. I ain't gonna re any of these movies again.
0: <laughs> so, so then we we cut to Karen and Doug on the bus. We uh, that's when the reflection in the window happens, which made me jump out of my damn skin. Then you get probably one of the most, I think, famous scenes from this movie, uh, where. Karen is taking a shower and she's washing her hair and the fingers come out of the back of her head, which when I was a kid, this, that scene made me terrified of taking showers to the point where like, even when I'd get shampoo running in my eyes, I would not close my eyes for anything just for out of fear that I'd close (laughs) my eyes and open them. She'd be standing there or something. Cody's like my eyes are burning. And you
1: hear somebody yelling, "Just
2: close your <laughs> eyes, fuck you!" I'm not doing it. Kayato's coming. He never blinked ever again. <laughs> that was kind of yeah. like the
1: whole, you know, the whole like psycho scene when you know they stab her in the shower. Like yeah. a lot of people are like, "Oh, I'm afraid to take showers," and it's just like, I mean, I get that. for my thing is, I used to take showers in the dark because my eyes would be like, I'm trying to wake up. But, no, nah, man, after I started watching some of these fucking ghost movies, my all of the lights are on, and I'm, you know, I'm staring through my fucking, like, shower curtain and make sure nothing's coming through the door. <laughs> I'm like I'm, like, peeling on stuff. Like, I can't help it.
2: I'm it's just, the mirrors for me. Just something, like, appearing behind you in a mirror. Oh, like, that's, yeah. That's what freaks me out. That's you tell like, your girlfriend to scare you next time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I would see her coming through the door <laughs> to get behind me.
1: maybe she was hiding in the I don't know how your bathroom looks I'm only downstairs anyway go back to the fucking movie
0: (laughs) so we cut to the school and which I don't know if that's immediately after the shower I can't remember for sure but we cut to the school and Alex is there he's getting ready to leave and he sees Yoko walking and this is just another one of those examples of just obviously something's not right but you're gonna sit there and investigate instead of just like hauling ass out of there cause you see that there's blood all over the floor it didn't really look like
1: blood though it looked like like strawberry jelly
0: well to me it looked like water at first until he touched it you know and saw it was blood but on top of that she's like walking with like a weird limp and he's just like Yoko what happened is then she turns around and of course her jaw's missing and her tongue's like slapping around everywhere. Is,
1: is that why it's like really slippery with the water because she's drooling?
0: I think it's just I think no, I think it's slippery because he slid on the blood. I think the blood is from her jaw being ripped off.
1: But the blood we even talked about the blood looked a little diluted like it was so mixed it's, with water.
2: it's mixed with spit. It's mixed with her yeah. spit.
1: Man. Boy, that girl's yeah. wet like Aquafina.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Um. So yeah. So she kills Alex, which we find that out um, later on by the phone call from Doug. easy do death scene!
1: all he has to do is scream like. Ah! Maybe
0: maybe they yeah. actually
2: run away together and oh fall God. in love or something. Don't we don't God. have. We don't see him die. So.
1: I don't. I mean, I could be wrong with the way his mannerisms are. I don't think he's
2: yelling because he finally found the perfect woman.
1: I don't think he's looking for the perfect woman. That's just my opinion. I could be wrong. Oh but, man, but yeah, that scene was just like, ah, uh, like. But then you see when she turns around, her jaw's missing. It looks pretty fucking goofy because it's just computer.
2: At least yeah. they only show for like point second, three seconds. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah at least they didn't like hang on it like no. Because I think I saw yeah. a still of the Japanese version and it looked fucking terrifying. Like her jaw yeah. was missing. That
2: that happens? In, I don't remember. I think it did. it's been a while.
1: It's been a while. And and it's a little oh, hey, uh, I'm never going to listen to this podcast, so I'm good.
2: <laughs>
0: All right, so then we get another flashback to Professor Peter. Peter. <laughs> Peter. Pe- hey,
2: Peter.
1: Um, <laughs> hey, Peter. <laughs> hey, can we see your Peter is as big as he said it was?
0: Hey, Peter. <laughs> oh, God. So. We get the flashback to him. He, he's get, he's at his locker, I guess, at the school, and gets another gets another letter handed to him from from Kaiko. Well, it's handed by another teacher, but you know it's from Kaiko, and you see that he has like a whole stack of them. And uh, he decides to go investigate who this person is. He goes to the house. He no one's answering the door. He walks around. And he sees the boy hanging out of the out of the window to the bathroom, and like kind of just like falls in.
1: From the window to the wall.
0: (laughs) Which, you know, it kind of, it kind of, the ghost sort of cheated in a way, which, you know, this was brought up by Stephanie because she said it's not fair that the ghost lured him into the house. So they hooked him because of that, which of course they don't end up killing him. He ends up killing himself, but, um,
1: well, he kills himself because of like, he's probably seeing a bunch of shit. But she was the object of his obsession. So, at right. the end of the day, she was the thing that... Really, she should have been... Like, should, he should have been the end goal. If you kind of yeah. think about it. like, But everybody else gets sucked into it. Like I said, it doesn't fucking matter at this point.
2: Wait, I don't... I thought that she was obsessed with him and that he had never known her before. And then yeah, he, that's the whole point. He comes in and just sees that she's dead. So, I mean,
1: well, think he's going up there to convince, to confront her.
2: So why yeah. he, why did he kill himself? Because, because well,
1: he was he was obviously damn connected. He was connected to the ghost. Yeah. Cuz you know she her body falls down her eyes like staring right at him.
0: Yeah, but it's not his fault. Yeah, and <laughs> what's what's weird is, you know, well I guess it's not really weird because it, she was obsessed with him, so she wouldn't really want to harm him in any way. But, you know, her body falls down out of the closet and She doesn't, she, he never sees her in the ghost form. And he technically sees. That's what you don't know, though. Right. And he technically sees the boy as a ghost, but the boy's never in, like, his real ghost form. He still, like, looks normal. And of course, he freaks out and runs out of the house. So I don't know. It never really shows him seeing any of the, any of the ghosts doing any, like, actual haunting or anything. It's still not entirely clear why he killed himself. And, maybe it could he had be, bad taxes yeah that's just that completely it. unrelated he just killed yeah. himself for no reason
2: he
1: really fucking he's like oh I forgot about that bitch and that crazy little boy my taxes are fucking crazy my wife's about to find out also I got involved with some crazy Japanese poontang I gotta go And this is the only way I can do this the
2: fucking Japanese mobs after me
1: cause I slept with the Japanese mobs wife all of them like all 27 yeah. mob members wives <laughs> So, you said, and
0: Owen said that he didn't know her before. Well, he doesn't remember her, but apparently she was a student in one of his classes. Uh, okay. That's how she, um, that's why she became obsessed, obsessed with him. She wanted Peter's Peter. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. go real quick question. And every picture that you see of him and his wife when they're... You know, I joke around doing the coming to America they're like (laughs) coming to Japan and they're taking pictures of everything but you see her in the background
2: and she's wearing the same clothes every time
1: yeah do you think that she actually Uh, was in every picture or is it like the whole Jack Nicholson from the shiny thing she's just implanted and after she you know died
0: I think that she was actually in all the pictures but I think it's a little crazy that she just happened to be in the background of every picture.
2: Yeah, that was um, kind of silly. It's like yeah. everybody set up. Y'all yo, take like, you back there. Yeah, she's okay. like so like perfectly like in frame too, and like just yeah. like looking straight at the camera every time. <laughs> I like how she, I like how they have like a photo album of it too. Like they didn't notice. Like it was just weird. Bitch wearing the same clothes, looking right at the camera in every picture.
1: <laughs> but it's yeah, just one. But Buffy, every time she's slipping through a picture, she goes right to yeah. She up. fucking
2: like points, scopes <laughs> him out like instantly.
1: You can like count the breaths, like you know. She's like, "There's another one. There's another one." You know, it's like shit.
0: Cutting back to present day, that we get to the part where the detective is trying to burn the house down, and you know that's when he hears the the splashing of the water, and runs Again, in there. And, why
1: would you go check?
0: Yeah, you know that the house is cursed, so. Why even bother?
1: Is it like some random homeless person sleeping in there? You're like, well, shit, I don't want to burn the house down and kill this homeless person.
0: Yeah, it, it really just doesn't make any sense. And But he goes in there, and I, I think this is the only time you actually see the father's ghost. And it's unclear if it's actually the father's ghost or if it's one of the other ghosts just kind of taking that form, but he drowns the detective in the bathtub.
1: What I understood was like when he killed Kayato... In that jealous rage, he broke her neck, and then eventually, like you know, she was still alive and all that shit was happening. But I guess if you tie in all of, like the negative spirits that she swallowed as a child, that sounds nasty. Nice, not perverted. I promise. um I think that you know she's the one that hung him. Like it was her hair that fucking hung him. They didn't really show that in the flashback in this, but that's what it was. I was reading it up on Wikipedia, thinking Wikipedia is be that it. what it says. Yeah. In the original
2: Japanese, he just hangs himself after he gets yeah, down killing them.
0: I, I always got the impression that he just hung himself because it's one of those things where he's in such a rage that he kills his whole family. And then it's like that immediate regret sets in, so he just but, hangs himself. But that and ties never...
1: into him. That's not them leaning into the supernatural, though. Like She right. was just abused is why she has all this negativity. She has all these fucking souls, evidently, which you find out in part three.
0: Yeah, but just using the context of this movie, though, I mean, and it could be another thing where later on in one of the other movies they show that she's the one that hangs him, but um, just with the context of this movie, you the curse is born out of just a, a vengeful, or, you know, she wants revenge for what's been done. And what is it? There's a quote at the beginning about, you know, they say when someone dies in great pain or sorrow that they're, they um, they leave the, a curse behind Yeah, or that emotion
2: stays or something.
0: Yeah, But I think so,
1: she's controlling the boy's spirit, you know, and she's also controlling, like, her husband's spirit. Like, whatever form she wants to take. Because mm-hmm. you're not really ever seeing Kayato's spirit with the boy's spirit at the same time.
0: True, but I don't... And
1: remember, sure. he's the one that takes... It's him that's taking Jennifer and the husband. J-Low. It's not Kayato. Yeah. And it's the same thing. Like, they're actually dying. If the boy's spirit was trying to warn everybody, like, hey, go away, like, Casper's friendly ghost, he's not doing a very good job of it, or she's actually controlling him. Like, she's actually, he's a part of her, so it's just an extension of her.
0: I don't, I don't know about, I don't know if I agree with that. I think that because she, because she, (laughs) because she was affected by the spirits, you know, using, using that from part three, she has all the spirits in her, it leaves a, a, big curse on the house and since he died as in the house as part of all that that he's also affected by those evil spirits i don't think that he's necessarily being controlled by her but mm, we're going to have
1: to debate to say you're wrong <laughs> I, owen i think owen agrees with me
2: i actually agree with cody
1: you cody owen you can go fuck yourself <laughs> um cody go fuck yourself as well and no, i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> I just, well, I'm assuming this because it was just like it's, it's hurt, but you never see, like, I for some reason I thought that you know when when Buffy looked up and you see mom crawling down the stairs for some reason I thought you see the boy up there hugging. The bar is like watching this. as it's happening.
2: Yeah, I, I had that. I had that memory too. I thought that happened also. And
1: it, it it doesn't like. There's no. There's nothing. So that's what leads me to believe. Like you never see Kayato and the boy in the same shot as ghosts anymore, and the boys actually abducting these people too, and yeah, they're I having just... the same exact face. So it's either it's just the curse and it's taking Kayato's form the majority of it, or it's like you know. Which kind of lends it. But it's the curse is controlling all of it. And it's just kind right. of replaying it. It's talking about, like, the negative energy. It's just replaying the action. Because all it is is, like, the dad just comes in and fucking drowns the cop. Like he would his son.
2: Yeah, I thought that was dumb. They shouldn't have had the dad in there. They didn't have him in the... I think he was, like, in the original. But, like, he didn't kill anybody. Like, what what grudge does he have? He fucking, like, right. killed his wife but and kid and then the not the himself.
1: Negative, the negative force is controlling that action yeah. over and over again. Yeah,
2: I guess so. Yeah.
0: yeah you know so. It.
2: I assumed but, it was just like a, a she's a vengeful spirit. He's not a vengeful spirit. He has nothing to avenge. He fucking did it himself.
1: But the thing is, like, right. from what I read, is like when she actually killed him, somehow, some way, you know, I, I just took it as she's not allowing these other spirits to go into the afterlife. That she's controlling them. So they're just an extension of her. 'Cause for some reason I felt like there was more of the dad in one of these movies.
2: Or
0: well, reason. I think in, in the later movies they show more of the actual like events where he kills the where he kills Kayako and and his son. Um, in this movie you only get like those really grainy, brief moments that show like very small bits of it. Yeah. Whereas in later in later movies I think you actually get more of like the full picture of what happened. Yeah, um, it,
1: it didn't take him very long to cut her face out of all the pictures. There was a lot of fucking pictures with her face missing. Yeah, and it was
2: very well cut, too.
1: I just thought he, like, <laughs> burned through every picture with, like, a cigarette and did that. But, no, they found, like, one of her faces, like, over there on the carpet. And I'm like, damn, mm. he cut all that out. i like, I can't even do that.
0: Well, he had a he had a Photoshop brush, that he just rolled <laughs> over it and he cut it
1: yeah. But then again, I was thinking, like, well, all of her faces are missing... But then again it wouldn't make sense because i'm like what if those were just the faces on the guy's photography with his wife you see yeah, her in the, the background i don't know why i said it that way but you know the cutting
0: I, cutting the faces out is kind of weird to me cuz that's like what a what a teenager would do like when their crush like breaks their heart or they get dumped by a girlfriend after like a year or two or something he's like domestic violence maybe he's like this fucking
1: bitch <laughs> I mean this is like really this is just a case of animal cruelty and domestic violence.
0: You mentioned animal cruelty, so the cat being drowned uh, in the tub, I, that's not a very fun thing to watch. It's like you said earlier, like I'm I'm the same way. I love animals and I hate seeing movies where animals get hurt or, or like some kind flows. of like yeah. hell, we watched we watched the one and only Ivan not too long ago when it came out on Disney Plus and like those animals are like in this like circus and they're kept in like this big room in like a warehouse, sort of. And it, hell, it just depressed me watching that, let alone seeing any of them actually get hurt or, you know, dying. But at least at least the scene with drowning the cat it didn't really like linger on drowning the cat, you know. It was just enough to like let you know, like, this happened. That was it.
1: And then they show him drowning the boy. Or did he drown the boy and then the cat?
0: I don't know. In this movie, they. They kind of, like, jump around so much with it that it's hard to tell which one he did first. I assume he drowned the boy first because the boy was in the tub, right? Like, he was already in the tub, so he just shoved his head. Yeah, if he did it the
2: other way around, we would have a cat that had a little boy's voice.
0: (laughs) That would be fucking
1: awesome. They're like, hello? Holy shit. It would be,
2: like, bewitched. (laughs) not
1: bewitched yeah. well, uh, what's that shit uh, golly damn the woman Sabrina woman. Sabrina yeah.
0: sorry Yeah. You I go. yelled
1: that you're gonna have to edit that part out <laughs> yeah I remember like Sabrina like the talking cat maybe that's the cat from the grudge yeah
0: there's so many fucking it.
1: connections The Friday the 13th to Twin Peaks to Sabrina this is incredible we're fucking breaking <laughs> ground here that nobody else has ever done with this fucking the movie.
2: hidden fucking universe yes
0: films
1: a fucking shared universe through everybody
0: so back to the plot we the detective's dead uh that's when we get the boyfriend calling or doug's calling uh karen and letting him know about alec or yeah alex and yoko he's very he's calm like,
1: in the message too
0: yeah he's like so Are they said the they're dead i'll, I'll, I'll and, be uh, i'll be
1: i'm gonna go to this house yeah why the Are fuck he, does he go to the house
2: why does he call tomorrow? the house why does he just walk into the house
0: yeah, it's it's weird. He doesn't
2: knock yeah. or ring the doorbell. He just opens it, and then he's like, he doesn't even call it her name. He just like walks in. And it's like it's like
1: "I'm hmm, a really nice place. He's like, I wonder if this place is for sale. I like this place.
0: <laughs> so yeah, and then you know she has to like try and bolt across town to, to catch him before he goes in the house. Which obviously she doesn't. He's he's there. That's and she when runs, she
1: runs too, man. I couldn't do that <laughs> at all. I'm like, sorry, dude, you're fucking dead.
0: When she gets there, the the spirits are showing her sort of what happened or pieces of what happened before. So they show the husband finding the journal and uh, uh Kayako's in the attic and um she walks into the little boy's room.
2: <laughs>
0: the little boy's room. <laughs> She's got a two Are you
2: done using the bathroom, sweetie? Mom, get out <laughs>
1: little boy's She walks
0: room. into the she walks into the son's room. Hey God and that's when she sees the, um... Porno mags? Yeah, the, says, the big ah, stack of That's big why stack they of magazines. Them.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Uh, she she sees the, the dad, like, hanging, uh, and, you know, which, of course, in this movie, it doesn't well, show what he's hanging. Uh,
1: well, remember, but she goes... If I'm not mistaken, they go through the whole thing where, he, you know, they kind of touch, almost like, you know, like past, present, ghost thing. They touch and they look at each other, and that's when he sees. It's beautiful. He, he sees all the flies at the, in that closet, and he opens the door, and the Kayato's body falls out. Then he runs out and hears the knocking in that door, and he opens the door, sees the body swinging, and then he runs away. Right. Like that's so the it was, third thing after seeing
0: the boy yeah. and seeing he,
2: Kayato. He goes, go, go, go. go, go,
0: My notes were wrong then, because you're right. So it was Peter that found the journal, and, yeah. uh, he, he finds Peter. the body and Peter. and the dad hanging and all that kind of stuff. So she's seeing what happened to Peter specifically um, when She's he was seen laughing.
1: what he's experiencing, but, she you know, she's, it's kind of fucking weird. Like, it's all yeah. in daytime, but then all of a sudden the light goes out when she goes down yeah. the stairs and shit like that. She's like, ah, oh,
2: a beautiful day. And then it's, sh- it's sh- like,
1: oh, thank God, we're through the night. <laughs> and yeah. then it
0: goes... Sh- <laughs> And then, you know, I mentioned earlier that there were there were only two deaths that I remembered specifically in this movie, and the other one is Doug, where he's laying on
1: old face
2: too. Uh,
0: yeah. Doug oh, Doug and his dog. What's his what dog's he, uh, name again?
2: I can't you're remember. He's from the, the show, Sparky, Doug.
1: I think <laughs> that's not Sparky. Fuck. Yeah, from the cartoon. What was his name?
0: Gosh, I, I can't remember. Doug I and his, his girlfriend show, Patty. So man I remember knows.
1: him dressing up as Quail Man. What was his friend's name? Skeeter, 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 (laughs) yes. We should do a show on, like, reviewing Doug episodes. Anyway.
0: So, you know, Kaiko comes down the stairs. That's when you get, like, the creepy, weird stop-motion type thing. And she's covered in blood this time, too. Yeah, that's right. She's covered in blood, which, you know, every other scene in the movie she's not. So I guess it's because, maybe because you just saw where she was found in the attic or whatever. So that's kind of, like, the form that she took. So she crawls on top of Doug, and Doug mm-hmm. dies from fright like most other characters in this movie do. Are we
1: sure it's fright? Or maybe he just got that one last turn, and then just he like... just died a happy man. Like, oh. <laughs>
0: that could be, too.
1: Because sometimes it feels like your soul's getting sucked out of your body when that happens. Like, ooh, 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 uh, okay.
0: <laughs> which that is the that actually is the last death of the movie, which brings the total to nine deaths. So, again, way more people died in this movie than I remember.
2: I thought the main I, character
0: dies at the end, though. No, no she because has, she knows Kayako's still there. Yeah, Ka- remember, kaiko standing right behind her. Um, yeah. And she turns around, and like it, the camera like zooms in on her eye. And very Sam raimi Yeah, it looks yeah, like it, the it, front it cover. Off, so. Whoa. It's and very, if I remember,
1: very
0: deep. If, it, I don't remember entirely, but I thought that she's that she's in the second one.
1: Yeah, I read up on Wikipedia. She has a, she's at, a, she's pretty much in a nuthouse, and Kaito comes after her, and then she Is she still climbs in... up to the ceiling like Jamie Lee Curtis does in Halloween Resurrection, and when Michael you know kills her, she gets pushed off the ceiling in the
0: second one. Oh, uh, okay. So it yeah, was, that...
1: kind of, but it's her sister's the main character of that one,
0: right? So keep it the so... family. Yeah, <laughs> well, it gives it gives purpose to the plot then because I guess what the second one the si- her sister is trying to figure out what happened.
1: Yeah, but she um, passed the curse on to her sister, so Kaiko chasing her even though I don't think her sister was in the house or whatever. It's gonna so it gets convoluted at that point. Yeah. you know, you're like, oh, this house is kind of a restriction. Like she'd have yeah. just left it one fucking movie. It was perfect.
0: Right. So then after Doug dies, you know, Kaiko climbs over to her and like is on top of her and she tries to leave and that's when you get the goofy head dropping down the door and then finally she turns after staring kaiko in the face for a solid 25 seconds she finally lights the lighter and sets the house on fire and then of course at the later on whenever she, they're walking her to, to look at doug's body you hear you hear them talking about the house and they said that they were able to save it and you're just kind of like oh oh great
1: Kayato is like a 98-pound Japanese female. How really strong is she? Well, I
0: mean, she's a spirit, so.
1: I mean, that means so she doesn't weigh anything, actually. She sucks the
2: life force out of you.
1: Well, we call those prostitutes. Yeah. (laughs) But, no, but the thing is, I'm being serious, though. It's like, you you know, Buffy, when she's about to light the thing on fire, Kayato grabs her arm to keep her from doing it. And she looks mm-hmm. at her, looks at her hand, she goes, no, and just yeah, that was throws really it anyway.
2: She was like, um, excuse me? Excuse me,
1: bitch, I'm gonna do this. You do not <laughs> put your hands uh, uh, on another girl. woman. Uh-uh, honey. And it's like, well, shit. And I cock little attitude. I heard there was, I mean, reading up again on Kayato on Wikipedia, give me a, a summarize, there's like, every character is always, like, in fear, but there's like one character that like some boy in the third one that's actually trying to fight and get away from her and he ends up getting all of his bones broken so that would feed into the whole spirit thing but I'm like a lot of people like wouldn't they just like pick her up and just throw her down like I'd kick the shit out of her at that point
0: well you know she can appear and reappear and everything else So, and, and I think behind you. I think that a lot of it so is- she's like John Cena yeah, just this using,
1: movie's about John Cena. We finally come down to the conclusion.
2: You can't an
0: attitude adjustments to everybody.
2: Do 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 do. What time and,
0: is now? And when you when she doesn't want you to, you can't see her. <laughs>
2: it's the franchise, boy. I'm shining now. <laughs> <laughs> Word
1: life. It's the base of ergonomics.
0: So we've reached the end of the movie. Basically, we already talked about the This stinger at the end where she turned around and she's standing right behind her which again that's the, that was a very typical thing with, especially with horror movies in the 2000s
2: yeah it's so fucking like 2000s that ending
0: yeah
1: but hey <laughs> they I mean, made money made 187 million dollars back then the,
0: the only thing that it was missing from a lot of other like 2000s horror movies with is pussy. just like a post-grunge song playing like right in the beginning of the credits. They should have put some fucking
2: corn in this
0: movie okay, or some look, shit. We're some Godsmack. We're not going to sit
1: there and bash post-grunge or that kind of music, guys. Because some people may <laughs> still listen I'm them.
2: Done hey, I These like people, that. You're
1: actually corn fans, Owen. I know you're not. Hey, you pick, pick
2: the corn, corn out of my shit, bitch. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah speaking, of, speaking of corn, they just put out a cover of The Devil Went Down to Georgia. That's actually not that bad.
2: Oh, well,
1: shout out to shout Corn Shout out to at Corn and go to the YouTube channel, <laughs> Corn Channel.
0: And yeah, that little that little known band. Subscribe um, to Corn. Little,
1: little known band, forty million records or whatever.
0: And they're ready to blow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're ready they're ready to make a comeback, baby. Um yeah, you know, that's
0: that's Fred Dar says every day.
1: that's Br- <laughs> all your little your little retweet that it's like the, the Lint Biscuit memes. And you did oh. like, that was pretty good. I actually went through all of them. I'm like, yeah, these guys are actually pretty
0: funny. Hey, uh, what are you talking about? We the lint biscuit's about to play. Then we're gonna go to Cody's and play the PlayStation Two. It's like, oh god,
1: <laughs> oh buddy. All right, so do we so, recommend this movie or not? I mean, this is your movie. This is like your bread and butter, your baby. Yeah,
0: you know, your horror yeah. movie
1: Bible. Uh, that and the Blair Witch, which fucking sucked. But I was scared hey. the whole time, too. But
0: Yeah, I know. And then you had that epic moment in the theater, which if we will probably do that movie, so we'll just talk about it in that episode. I've never
2: seen that movie. I want to see it, though.
1: Okay, yeah. Um. But you know, the epic thing he's talking about is, <laughs> in I can't remember which theater it was, but the last, the highest rung was right there by the projector. Oh, like, that. you could put your hands in there and, like, fuck with it and i guess nobody else in the theater knew this cody sure as hell didn't know what the fuck i was doing but i was mimicking ace ventura when nature calls when the guys being up on the projector he's like these are the bad guys he's doing all this weird shit like licking his leg and biting on his face and it's like (laughs) and i was doing that to all the names coming up and you hear a couple old dudes in the theater going and cody was just laughing he goes where'd that come from like Man, that fucking. no!
0: You you were understating what happened in that situation. So, for one, you went to the back row because you were scared of the movie. Yeah, I was. Then, I was walking up and down like, "Oh Lord, here it comes!" And <laughs> then you stood up and you did that. The entire theater was rolling. It wasn't just a couple of people laughing; like the entire theater was dying. And Lance just like kind <sighs> like of all
1: the names and then spitting them out and shit. <laughs>
2: Like, you
0: like, which it was at
2: the screen.
1: Yeah, I went up to the no, 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 the very back, the very top of the theater. That's what I was doing. Did I, you have your shadow on the
2: thing? Yeah, yeah, my hand was
1: up there. It was like, you know, it was straight up from Ace Ventura, and no one else got that. That's fucking. You know, I think the older people did. I had to explain to Cody and Stephanie what happened. I think I showed Cody later on, but this is where yeah. I got it from. But it was just like. And then me spitting it out and shit, because <laughs> no was, one was moving. They were waiting for a, you know a Marvel post credit scene.
0: And it was perfect because the credits didn't have any music either, so it was just like dead silent. And Lance goes up there and starts doing. Like, <laughs>
1: that was that was that was a high moment for me in Hendersonville, <laughs> Tennessee. So
0: <laughs> yeah, Shout out so to the
1: rich to the rich part of Nashville.
0: So as far as if I would recommend this movie, I would. Um, I wouldn't go into it expecting to be really scared of it. I just think that it, it's still a well-made movie, um, especially if you're a fan of horror. So uh, You just have to look past a couple of the, the goofy-looking CG effects that are in it. Owen?
2: Uh, yeah, I would recommend it too. Um, I would probably recommend the original the Japanese one a little more. I think that one's a lot more scarier. But I still think this one's a good watch, and you'll get some enjoyment out of it and a little bit of scares.
0: Lance,
1: okay, I'm gonna turn this over to my good friend Marlon Brando. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, this movie is not it's it's not for children. But no, I'm just kidding. If you've seen Scary Movie three, You'll I would love not this. watch this movie because you're not gonna be able to take it seriously. If you've seen neither, I would definitely watch this movie and then Scary Movie three just to give it a fair chance. Because be you're scary not supposed to be four. It was Scare Movie 4, yeah, but there's some areas in Scare Movie 3 that kind of make fun of it. But, you know, I would watch it if you haven't seen any of those movies spoofing this, just to give it a fair chance. But if you've seen it it and we're like, well, you can go into it with a couple laughs. It still had a couple moments where I jumped up and was like, oh shit. But, I mean, I definitely recommend it. But it's definitely if you've not seen it or seen the spoof. If you've already seen the spoof, it's kind of like, eh, you can kind of go out without going, you can go in without seeing the movie, actually. So
0: so that's it for our episode on the grudge uh our next three movies are going to be the wrestler starring mickey rourke yeah the john woo movie hard-boiled and the johnny depp movie charlie and the chocolate factory
1: oh Damn, my the johnny God. depp one come on yes i saw cody smiling <laughs> on skype doing this because he's a, i mean he's he's got a hard on for johnny depp well who wouldn't he's beautiful i get it but golly damn that he fucking that looks one, like a, he looks like a pedophile on that one and yeah. he's not
2: he's not as good as gene wilder either. he's definitely not he, as good as gene wilder
0: he's he's not as good as gene wilder but i do really enjoy that movie um
2: because
1: it's fucking a pedophilia
0: and i even i even played the playstation 2 game back awesome. in the day oh my lord uh, we should uh, yeah.
2: we should watch the cat in the hat with fucking Mike Myers <laughs> oh god you want to talk oh. about a
0: terrible movie um. that,
2: that movie is my guilty pleasure I like that movie because it's
0: so fucking stupid <laughs> so thank you everyone for listening if you enjoyed this podcast again you can subscribe on most major podcast services and not on Stitcher yet damn it. yeah not on Stitcher yet we'll figure it, we'll get that figured out and uh, follow us on twitter at Filmoscopy Pod. Until next time, see you later.
1: Bye. Bye.